All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. So we went to an event and I was a slut, which I don't think anyone is going to be completely shocked by. (laughs) But we're going to dissect some of that today. Before we get to that, though, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy is an amazing lifestyle site that makes it easier than ever to connect with other sexy people in your area or when you're traveling even. Cassidy is great because it allows you to see who's validated, which is great to get rid of the bots and the fakes and all that kind of stuff that you see on a lot of lifestyle sites. So we love Cassidy for the security. We love it because it's easy to use. And if you want to check it out free for yourself for an entire month, all you have to do is head to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, go to our website, frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner to try it free for an entire month. We hope to see you on Cassidy. So back from Omaha. Yeah, it was cold. From the very frigid Midwest. <laughs> Do you like though. my Midwest accent there? Yeah. yeah very. Yeah, <laughs> it's very indigenous. Uh, yeah, I listen, I, I told a lot of people, they keep reaching out and asking how it was, and I thought Omaha was okay. There were some very cool areas there. I liked it. Yeah. I, it was way more progressive than I was expecting. I was very surprised. Yeah. I was very surprised. You know, the uh, holding the seminar for by men in the space I didn't know exactly how many people in Omaha were going to show up. Neither I did I. pleasantly surprised. Somewhere between 30 and 40 people. I thought it was great. I told you a dozen would be a win, and it was way more than yeah, that. Yeah, I told you five would be a win. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought it was really well attended and very interesting place. No question about it. The, the, and some of the nicest people. Yeah, the event was really nice, too. I mean, Cole and Amanda with The Crazy Truth were the ones that hosted it. And I thought it was well organized. And like you said, everyone was super nice. They've created something kind of special out there. It's very friendly, very inclusive, kind of a safe space for people in general. I mean, it was just wonderful. Yeah, I think what they've done there is very similar, very reminiscent to what we've done with our group. You know, when you think about Pod Bash and the people that come together that that party together and travel together and communicate every day in Telegram and all that kind of stuff. And it's just this warm, welcoming, accepting space. And they very much have done that. The people there were, I mean, they were so loyal to that event and to Cole and Amanda. What just a, just a great group of folks and super welcoming. You would think you'd go into a space like that and instantly there would be clicks, right? And you're like trying to have to navigate you know, who to speak to and and how to approach and absolutely not at all. They were very welcoming and in most cases came right up to us and, and kind of ingratiated us into the space. Yeah. And I think that was in large part why my confidence was soaring that weekend. Yeah, you were on you were next level confident. <laughs> I was a well, I was also feeling very fucking horned up. Yeah, you were super horned up. And I think that along with everyone being so nice just led to me basically completely breaking out of my shell and doing things and saying things to people that I never normally would in terms of like, hey, I'm interested. Let's do this. Well, also a question of it being, you know, comfortable and oddly familiar. Now, of course, we had some friends there. We had the opportunity to see some more of our our friends there and, and meet some folks that we've been communicating with digitally for I don't even know how long Years. finally got a chance to get in front of them great yep. people but yeah I think that that kind of lent itself to your level of comfort certainly mine I am not ordinarily that comfortable in environments uh, in which I'm unfamiliar especially that quickly well you ended up making out with a chick on the dance floor sure did which I didn't even know until yesterday yeah, sure did she uh lovely lovely lady asked me to dance with her and we were kind of flirting for a couple of days uh le- you know the day before leading up to it and Nothing crazy, just some fun banter. She asked me to dance, which of course I did, and uh, we were making out a little bit. And but you were making fun. out on the dance floor, right? On the dance floor, which absolutely. you would normally never in a million years do. Absolutely, not. I was shocked when you told me that. Yeah, that is not my norm. I'm like, holy fuck, who <laughs> is this man? <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I mean that that really speaks volumes, right? For the environment that was created. Uh, the the level of comfort we both felt and, and the safety we both felt in that space. So yeah, that's yeah that I didn't even think of it that way. For me, that's that's a huge fucking deal. I don't ever 
show my ass that way ever. I mean, you did at Podbash, but that was, again, being surrounded by friends. Friends, yes. An entire group of 300 people that we know. And, you know, there's a trust there and a, a level of comfort, of course, because of the environment. So, yeah, this was a, this was a unique situation for me. Yeah. But it was fun. I had a great fucking time. I would, I would totally repeat that. I loved it. Probably yeah. not going back to the Midwest anytime in the winter again anytime no. soon because that was fucking brutal. Yeah, that wasn't awesome. That wasn't awesome. But I wasn't thrilled about that. Although it didn't snow. It was overcast. But it didn't snow. No, it did so, not. It so did I'll, not. that's a win. I'll take I'll take that. <laughs> you know, no snow in the Midwest in January. That's a home run. I agree. So, yeah, it was a good time. I enjoyed the shit out of it. And you, as mentioned, really did step out of your comfort zone. Like big time. In, a, in really a big way. I mean, obviously we'll talk about some of the details of that. But yeah, I mean also, also, not only did you step out of your comfort zone not once. But twice, basically, the first time that you stepped out, I didn't even know what the fuck was going on. You you gave me <laughs> like something. I think you gave me your purse or something. You're like, hey, I'll I'll be back. I'm I'm going somewhere. You said something to me. I'm like, what? Wait, wait. You're doing what? Wait, tell me what's happening here. And you were like, oh, I'm gonna go play. I didn't even see you talk to anybody. I'm like, well, how quickly did that happen? Very quickly. Yeah, I was I, like I said, I was completely thrown off by it. I thought, wow, that's. That's interesting. Well, and that's proof for me that it's about the environment because there are so many times where it's like, I want to know these people and I want to be able to talk to them and see them and see their facial expressions and get inside their heads. And, you know, and then there's other times where it's like, I don't fucking need that. I just think you're attractive and I'm horned up and you seem interested. So let's fuck. Yeah. And that was definitely part of it. But the truth is you did actually, because we had communicated with these folks digitally, there was a, there was some familiarity. I mean, to some degree, but, but first time we've you met them we met them or you met him face to face obviously was at was at this event so yeah that's a big deal and, and again you not involving me in that conversation at all i didn't even know that was happening well it's also proof that sometimes you just have that in-person chemistry and it's For like sure. this unspoken magnetism to each other yeah and it sometimes is so unexpected i mean we're going to talk about this experience in the second half of, the, of this episode but this is a guy who is a very attractive man I didn't expect to just see him in the lobby on the first day right. and be like, holy fuck, that guy's hot. I want to bang him. That yeah. wasn't that was not my mindset. Well, and certainly we don't ever I never go into situations thinking, oh, for sure, I'm going to meet someone that that's, uh, I'm attracted to that's attracted to me and and we're going to play or I'm going to make out with her on the dance floor. Absolutely never in my wheelhouse. That is just not something I would <laughs> ordinarily do or even consider. Uh, so I listen, we talked about this. I don't even know months back. We really did do want to continue to evolve as individuals in this space, particularly not just as individuals, but in the space. And so, yeah, I guess that's part of it, right? You're, you're stepping outside of those very closed up boxes that we've been in for a period of time, at least me. Well, and the other thing is, along with that, my autonomy means that I should be able to go out and enjoy those experiences without being worried about what you would do in that experience or right. in that in that situation right. because I know that you wouldn't just go up to someone and be like, wow, you're really hot. We should go fuck. Never. But it's okay for me to do that just because you wouldn't. And that's the beauty of how we play. For sure. Yeah. No. It, yeah. That's, that absolutely is not for me. I, I, I would never do that. But when a, a situation like that occurred, this amazing, fun, energetic, attractive woman shows interest in me to the extent that she actually told you. That she was hitting on me, and she went and, and bought flirting. you a drink. I was she like, man, yes, that's yeah, of course, yeah. So, in a situation like that, of course, I'm going to be very hospitable and accommodating because I know, without a shadow of a doubt, that there's an interest there. Now, I was not. <laughs> she wanted that cock. <laughs> I was not expecting to play. That was not a conversation we had at that point. We did while we were on the dance floor and kind of embracing and making out and touching. We kind of said, well, listen, if we see run into each other here in just a little bit, let's maybe see about connecting. That did not happen because it just didn't happen. But that that was the only conversation that we had about the potentiality of playing. And I did not accept the drink or dance with her or make out with her under the pretense of that being the reason. I didn't care. I just had a good time. Right. You know, it, was, it wasn't an issue. And that's fun, too. It doesn't yeah. have to be for a goal. No, there was no goal. I Absolutely not. I did not expect her to buy me a drink. I did not expect her to come and ask me to dance. I most certainly did not expect to make out with her on the dance floor. Who initiated the kissing? Uh, I think she did. 
I think she did. You probably did. You, no, you I don't slut. think I did. <laughs> I, no, I don't think so. She, no? she did. Okay. But, uh, uh, no, yeah, no harm, no foul. Certainly glad she did. She was a, super sexy. Well, then the second night, this guy walks in that I've been talking to on Facebook for a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, holy fuck, he's hot. He's way hotter in person even than his pictures. And I was like, introduce me to him. And you're like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> you have been communicating with this guy. First of all, I said to you, are you sure it's the right guy? And you're like, yes, 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 it's him, it's him. Super well-dressed, clean cut, sport coat. I mean, the guy looked, he was he was tight. He, he looked good. And I said, okay. I said, so I, you know, I just reached over to him. He was standing next to me. He was <laughs> to my right, to your left. I introduced myself to him, introduced you to him. Of course, at that point, he realized who you were because you had been communicating. And then I just took a step back and left it at that, you know. But, I, yeah, you got, you're like, Introduce me. Introduce me. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll set it up. You know, I'll, I'll I'll hand you the, you know, I'll pass the ball on to you. As well, you should. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. You're supposed I'm the to be man. my. Yeah, exactly. I'm your wing woman. Yeah, so I was his wingman for sure. <laughs> so I played with him too, which we'll talk about at a later date. Yes, you did. Yeah. And, so, but it's how that transpired that was really interesting. Yeah. Stay, so stay tuned for that. We yeah, don't want to spoil that's it. A, it's a whole other story. <laughs> but again, just a, an example of your confidence and comfort and your feeling of security in that environment. I think that speaks volumes to your to your behavior for sure, because very much outside the norm for you. Well, I told you this two years ago, that never would have happened. No. This weekend would never have happened the way it happened two years ago. No, absolutely not. So it, I'm proud of that. Evolution. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Well, yeah. And look, again, you talk about evolution. We talk a lot about about what it's like to be a, a male in this space other that's other than heterosexual. And I was really thrilled with the turnout for that seminar. I, I was, you know, and this was really more of a question and answers type situation. And I just wanted to kind of tell my story, open up the forum to people, hopefully made them a little bit more comfortable to kind of express themselves. There were couples there. There were single men there. There were women who appeared to potentially be on their own there. I'm not 100% sure. And in all different forms, all genders, all gender identifications and, you know, sexual identifications. There was a number of different folks in the room. And I was blown away by it. I was blown away by the openness of the conversation, um, how many guys wanted to talk to me afterwards. I was, it was really refreshing. I mean, it's not the kind of thing you see often at lifestyle events. And definitely not in the Midwest. Hell no. So that was impressive. Yeah, I was really, I was very shocked and, and pleasantly surprised by it. I'm looking forward to doing it again. I, I think it was really good. It was well received. And yeah, I think more and more guys are, you know, it's coming to the surface. I think they're becoming a lot more comfortable with their sexuality and identifying themselves as other than hetero. I agree. Big deal. It's a big deal. So it was a successful weekend overall. I really think enjoyed so. it. Yeah. This week is going to be big. Oh, so shit. today. We had so much. <laughs> Today I am doing a naughty massage. Yes, that is this afternoon with a friend, which uh -huh. I'm very excited about. I there is something so sexy about that to me. Well, it's yeah, but you get it's like the double whammy. You get to play with someone you're super attracted to, and you just happen to get a legitimate massage because he's a licensed massage therapist. Oh God, I'm so excited. Yeah, so it's a little bit of you know you get to relax and you get to get laid. But there's so. something so sexy about like you know hands working up and like in a normal massage, right. they're like you know it's going to stop at some point. Point, but then in this massage, it just keeps going. Yeah, and sure. that tease of like fingers on the pussy and you're like, oh, this shouldn't be happening because I'm getting a massage. Yeah. I mean, it's just naughty. It's taboo. It feels fucking sexy. I, there's something. Well, look, it's very intimate. There, you're naked, basically, under a very thin sheet. Yep. And someone's well, stranger's hands are probing basically all over you for the most <laughs> part. And so, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty erotic in and of itself. Add to that. You're attracted to the person, and there's a better than likely chance that sex is on the table. Yeah. Well, I don't know if, like, full-on penetration right. is going to happen, but it's going to be a very erotic massage. Yeah, it'll be an intensified massage. For so sure. I'm excited for that. And then tomorrow is a huge day for us because yeah. we have the Real Hot Wives of Las Vegas at night, our yep. event that we do every month here. And Pierre... My sexy Frenchman friend is probably going to be there. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him again. It's been uh, a few months. He was here, I don't know, a few months back in the no, summer. No, July. Oh, yeah, in the summer. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. six or seven months ago. Yeah, I'm always looking. It's always fun to see him. He is so fucking funny. I just enjoy his company. <laughs> and then before that, I'm going to get my ass beat. <laughs> yes, you are. You have a play date. Well, you have a you have a session scheduled tomorrow. With Let's a call new it a friend, session. Yes. With a new friend. Yes. Yeah, that I got the chance to meet a couple of weeks ago. Super fucking guy. You know, you talk about... 
people in like the kink space, right? And and I was literally just having this conversation last night with an amazing gentleman. Uh, he is the male half of the couple that is coming to see us in February. I had the opportunity to play with his amazing wife a couple of months back when she was uh, here visiting. I was the, the only other person she's ever played with other than him. And I finally got a chance to, he and I have been communicating digitally, but I just got a chance to talk to him for about an hour on the phone yesterday. What an amazing conversation super fucking guy and really gets it. And in talking to him, it was clear that the kink space is very, very different from the lifestyle space. I mean, we've already known that, but there is definitely, um, there's something to be said for that, for sure. And this gentleman that you're going to play with has a very high IQ when it comes to the sexuality space. Very well, high. Yeah, he's a pro dom. Yeah. He has literally made a living off of teaching people how to be kinksters in a safe and consensual way. Yeah, he is definitely a guy that, you know, you've got questions about the kink space, like our friend Angel, this is a guy you want to have a conversation with. Oh, God, I am so excited. I'm not even going to sleep tonight. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm looking forward to you playing with him or having this session with him and just hearing about how well it went because you've been looking for this for a long time locally. Well, and it's so funny because even texting each other and talking about, you know, boundaries and wants and desires, none of it has been exclusively sexual or I should say it hasn't been highly sexual conversations. It's been very much focused on the kink. Right. But even that turns me on so fucking much we were talking about flogging and caning yesterday and i was like wet from the conversation yeah well and that, well again it's something you've really been looking forward to finding you know, since we got to vegas and it's it's been elusive i mean it really has it's not a it's not an easy space to to maneuver in here locally it's very very underground and at least all the good shit is very very underground and- and it's also a very kind of older crowd when yeah. it comes to Kingsters in Vegas, which I yeah. was very surprised by. It's not a lot of people my age. This guy's no. not far from my age. Right. And that's I think that's the thing that really will make it that much better because it is someone that, again, you're attracted to intellectually and physically, obviously. Uh, he certainly gets it. I, I enjoy talking to him. He's a super cerebral guy. So, yeah, I think this is going to be a good match. I'm, I'm eager to see how this goes. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. On the very sexual side, he has a pierced cock, and I've never been with a man with a piercing. Oh, well, there you have it. So that'll be new and exciting, too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's just that. a lot of fun going course, he on didn't here. break it out at the coffee shop, so I wouldn't have known. <laughs> oh, no. uh, but yeah, very, uh, very interesting. Anything you need to know about me? Well, let me whip my cock out yeah. so you can see my piercing. Here no, that did not shop. happen. Yeah, that would have been an inappropriate uh, arena for such a <laughs> behavior. Uh, yeah, but I, I listen, like I said, I'm excited that you found, hopefully, what it is you've been looking for because you have had a lot of disappointment in the in the kink space locally here since we've been here. Yeah, I'm hopeful. I am cautiously optimistic. We'll say that. So yeah, keep same. keep tuned in to hear more about that. Yes. So single guy tip of the week this week is going to be interesting. You and I had a 3-minute conversation about this <laughs> prior to recording and we stopped talking about it because I really feel like there's an opportunity for this conversation. Yeah, because usually we agree 100% and this yeah. time we really don't. Not 100%. No, not 100%. Yeah, I think this is a very unique single guy tip of the week because most of the time, if it's good, we, we both ag- agree that it's good. Right. And if it's horrible, we both agree that it's freaking horrible. And this is a situation where we don't necessarily 100% see it the same way. Well, I think the only thing we agree on is that there are good and bad parts of this. Yes, I would agree with that for sure. Okay. So basically what happened is this guy reached out to me on one of the sites that we use and he sent me this initial message. Okay. And I'm going to read it. It says, hello there. I wanted to pop in and tell you a bit about myself in the hopes of enticing you to meet me. Firstly, and you'll be able to make this determination for yourself via this message. I'm a bit of a wordsmith. I love writing and would happily write you a beautiful poem or a story after a night of sweet lovemaking. Secondly, I grew up Catholic. <laughs> Stop. Just let me read it. I'm already out. I'm so out. <laughs> Which you know means I'm not, I'm now a freak. That's how it works in case nobody ever informed you of that. Very little will be off the table, and I'm always game to try something new. Well, almost always. Lastly, I must say I am an, an eccentric man. I don't dance to the same beat as anyone else. I forge my own paths, and I don't believe in conformity. Your impeccably worded bio tells me you're the same way. And if you're ever interested in allowing me to get lost in your stunning brown eyes, please let me know. I'm not even okay. You go. You. I'll let you start with what you think 
what speaks to you about this? Because you and I, we are on different paths here. Listen, I like unique people that have unique things to say. Agreed. The number of messages, I mean, on this one site, I probably get 100 messages a week. And 90 of the 100 are usually, hey, or what's up, or you're hot. I mean, it's just very you know, super generic, benign bullshit. Yes, agreed. And to get a message like this amongst the forest of hey messages is kind of refreshing because if nothing else, it's unique. I give points for using more than three words. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I appreciate and and frankly celebrate the fact that he's uh, weird. And, and 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 he knows that he is. And he absolutely is not ashamed to say it. Right. He definitely is uh, not the norm, and he's totally comfortable with that. I appreciate and respect that as well. Right. You lost me but... at sweet lovemaking. <laughs> yeah. And you lost me at poem. And you know, <laughs> I don't need a sonnet to you know. It's it. He just took it a step too far. To me, it's it, it is too desperate. Yeah, you said trying too hard, which trying I do agree hard. with. Yeah. If you if he were to subtract the beginning portion of that and go into really appreciate how well written your bio is, I am probably not the norm for you. I dance to the beat of my own drum. All of those things are fine. You lose me at write you a poem after a night of sweet lovemaking. I'm out. I'm, I'm out. It's a little sentimental for my taste as well. I'm I will out. agree with you on that front, but I just like people that are themselves and unapologetically themselves, I should say. That's 100%. a huge turn on for me. 100%. I mean, and this guy that I'm getting ready to go see tomorrow is very much the same way. He has dreads. He has a handlebar mustache. He has piercings all over the place. He dresses differently than literally any man I've ever met before. Yeah. That's exciting to me because it's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to learn something from you. No question. But to this point, has he sent you a message that would indicate he's preparing to write you a poem <laughs> no. after a night of sweet lovemaking? <laughs> no. Okay. So would Okay, you, so I get the point now. No, I get wait, the point. Would you, at this moment, still be as attracted to the gentleman you're speaking of that you're going to meet tomorrow if that's how the conversation started? Not if, it's, if that's how it started. Okay. If he sent me a message now saying that... I'd be like, okay, well, you'd be that's more receptive cool too. because you're super fucking hot and we get along really well. And I, you know, I'm excited to be with you. Okay. So this is the <laughs> first message that this guy sent. You. Right. That's not how you open up. Once again, I don't want to see hey or, or sup or <laughs> that kind of crap. Yo. D- yo. Ugh, uh, I don't want to see that. But I also don't want to see this. There's a middle ground. Right, I agree. Use your words. You you claim to be a wordsmith. Use your your vocabulary and your diction, but don't be so don't the air of desperation and eagerness that thirst. It's so obvious to me. And and again, I my what I, the first thing I said to you, I would love to know from him how many times this has been successful, <laughs> that this approach turned into him meeting successfully anyone. Well, I kind of want to meet him. I just want to see what he's like. I'm intrigued, if nothing else. Maybe. There, so, yeah, that may be a thing. I'm not intrigued by hey messages. So no. at least this is better than that in my book. My suggestion to single guys listening to this who are thinking of sending a message of any kind to anyone, I would err on the side of caution with this level of intricacy. <laughs> and I would certainly not send a yo, a hey, or a sup. So basically what you're saying is there is a thing, such thing as too much effort. Uh, not there's, not there's, effort. There, I think it's it's mis, misappropriated. It, it, that What he did was he made a left, he should have made a right. He just zigged when he should have zagged. He could have used the same number of words, but not the same words. you got to choose your words carefully. Words matter. And I don't know. For me... I, I cannot imagine anything drying me up more like the Sahara than in the first message saying, I would write you a poem after a night of sweet lovemaking. <laughs> That's enough for me to go, eh, I'm out. I can't, uh, I mean, I, I'm turned off by it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not aroused at the idea of you playing with this guy. It, it's doing nothing for me right now. I got to be honest. So I, not, nope. Nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> Nothing's happening. Brian just looked down at his crotch for those not listening or watching on, on yeah, YouTube I just, right I now. Can't, I'm, uh, you know, I <laughs> look, I appreciate the effort. There's no question I appreciate 
the effort. I celebrate his odd, we, odd weirdness and his idiosyncrasies. I super appreciate that. I, I just this is not the right message to send straight out of the gate. You got to be a little bit more calculated than this. So there's a happy medium with communication, especially that initial message. Yes. And, you know, laying it all out on the line in such a a way that feels desperate is probably going to turn people off. That's basically what you're saying. Yes. Now, we don't 100% agree on this because I feel like you should be 1000% your authentic self and allow me to decide if I'm the right fit for you or not. And I think that that's what this guy did. And he's not going to be everyone's cup of tea. And there's probably a lot of people that pass him by because of messages like this. And I don't necessarily think that's bad because I do think that eventually he's going to find a path that makes sense for him with people that make sense for him. Listen, my grandmother used to say there's an ass for every seat. Someone's going to find this attractive. My question to you is, do you not think that he could have expressed to you or whoever he's sending a message to in a less than thirsty way that he is unique and then get a chance to meet him. I'm not saying it was a perfect execution. I am not saying that. No, he's not getting he's not getting points for execution. <laughs> I am simply saying I like when people are themselves yeah. and they don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks. That's attractive as hell to me. I will give him points for creativity. I'll give him points for the effort for sure. The architecture of it, uh, not so much. Okay. Uh, but like I said, I think that this particular guy, given what we've what you read to me, that's all I know about him. I don't know what he looks like. I don't know anything about this guy. Given what you read to me, I think that he would find much greater success if he were to just tone it down a little. But maybe he doesn't want to. No, maybe he doesn't. Maybe it, maybe it's more important to him to express himself this way before he ever gets a chance to meet you or anyone, maybe that's more important to him. I don't think this is a guy who thinks of this as a numbers game. I think this is a guy who's like, I am me. If you like it, cool. If you don't, that's cool too. Maybe. Kick rocks. And then if that's the case, uh, more power to him. Uh, For me, it's a bit much. Like I said, (laughs) I am not aroused at the idea (laughs) of you playing with someone who sent that message. And that is without knowing him, (laughs) meeting him, or seeing him. Don't know anything about him. I am not intrigued by that whatsoever. So... That's so like I said, slightly different takes on this, which is not the norm for single guy tip of the week. No. But I think a lot of tips can be gleaned from this particular example. Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, we're talking about him. Yeah. So do not just send a sup, a yo, or a hey. And I responded to him. And, and I respond to like 10% of messages. So if nothing else, he caught my attention. No question about it. He did what he did. He shot his shot and he got a message back. Kudos to him. Yeah. The other hand... Someone who might not be as wordsmithy as this guy wordsmithy. <laughs> uh, could still put together a cogent initial first message without, I mean, listen, it's borderline creepy. It brings me back to hear, hear Kitty Kitty guy. <laughs> okay, me too, which is hilarious. So longtime listeners of our show, you may remember, uh, I got like a seven, Kitty Kitty. a seven paragraph message from this guy. And he started it with here, Kitty Kitty. And the entire message was basically him talking to me as if I were a cat. Yes. So he's saying things like, I would pet your belly while you purr at uh, me. And I was like, wait, like, are we actually going to have like Kitty play? Or yeah, I, I mean, is this like a euphemism for things yeah i don't know either way it's fucking creepy and i'm not into it right now this is nowhere near that level this is not kitty kitty creepy (laughs) but it it is borderline for me because again we don't there listen there are words you don't use when you're first meeting sweet lovemaking sweet lovemaking is one of those terms (laughs) i feel like we don't you and i have been together six years we have i've never said those words to you because no. I personally, my genitalia would crawl up inside me <laughs> if I tried to use those words. So I don't have the ability to, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I get some people can. Hey, man, that's you. Do you? But for me, that just doesn't work. So I would definitely like to see guys use their words. Because the truth is, yo, sup, and hey, tell me all I need to know about you. Yeah. Right? This You're boring me, as fuck. Yeah, this doesn't tell me everything I need to know about this guy. This guy's got layers. This guy's got depth. I'll give him that. Yeah. For sure. There's depth there. There's there's something more than just surface level. He's not boring. No. This and is I not, have to give points for that. Yo, he is not going to be a boring date. I have absolutely no doubt about it. <laughs> but yeah, I, okay. So I guess maybe I'm coming around a little bit to, to seeing your way of things. However, I personally would tone that down. I told you when you first mentioned this to me, I liken using the term sweet lovemaking making. 
on the initial, you know, approach to going out on a first like vanilla date with someone, and instantly they're talking to you about wanting to have kids and get married. Yes, like, yeah. Can we can we get the appetizer first? Yeah. Before we jump into. Do you want to know my last name first? Or? Yeah. I mean, let's let's pump the brakes a little. Yeah. And I that's there's the single guy tip of the week for me. Pump the brakes a little. Be yourself. Be authentic. Be genuine. Be different. But. Pump the brakes a little bit. Be maybe a little more calculated. Yeah, I yeah, get calculated. I get yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where I'm at. That, that, that's, that's where I am for Single Guy Tip of the Week this week. All right, I like it. So we will be getting to some of my fun at Crazy Winter Nights very shortly. But first, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Promescent and their amazing product, their flagship product, the Delay Spray. Listen, sex should not be about anxiety. You shouldn't constantly be thinking about how to not finish too quickly. And for a lot of people, that is an issue. Well, Promescent's Delay Spray comes to the rescue because all you have to do to last longer in bed is spray it on about five minutes before your sexy bedroom playtime, and it's going to help you elongate it. And it doesn't transfer to your partner because of its amazing absorption technology. So instead of leaving them all numb down there and eliminating the point, you both get to experience as much pleasure as humanly possible. It has been used by over 500,000 men worldwide, and you can be one of them too with a discount when you go to promescent.com slash FPS. That's promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com slash FPS for 10% off their flagship product, the Delay Spray, and all of their other amazing bedroom wellness products. 2023 is going to be a big year for us here at FPS because we have not one, but two complete hotel takeovers coming your way. The first one is going to be April 13th through the 16th in Phoenix, the Real Hot Wives of Phoenix, which is specifically designed for hot wife couples, cuckold couples, stag and vixens, and respectful single men to mix and mingle and party the weekend away. And then we also have Pod Bash 2023, which is a chance to party with some of the biggest lifestyle podcasters out there for a weekend right here in Las Vegas for the first time ever. And that's happening September 28th through October 1st. You can find all of the information on those events and our others by heading to members.frontporchswingers.com today to fill out an application for membership and see all of the details. We hope to see you at one or both of our takeovers in 2023. So I'm really excited to tell this story for a few reasons. One, because this whole thing was incredibly unexpected. Yeah, for me, for sure. We kind of outlined that at the beginning of the episode, but I didn't, I I knew this guy was attractive because we have been in communication for a while. His wife and I have been in communication for literally years. Yeah, she's lovely as well. We've just never had a chance to meet, but I mean, I've seen him. I've seen pictures of him. I've seen him, you know, some action photos of him, if you will. Yeah. In different groups and whatnot. So I knew he was an attractive man, but I did not expect to see him and immediately be like, oh shit. <laughs> well, you knew he was, a, well, you felt as though he was attractive based on what you saw, but you didn't expect to be instantly attracted to him when you first met him. Right. Yeah. Well, and it was not even like a physical attraction. It was like the second that he started talking and he has these really dreamy eyes and he was looking directly into my eyes. So to put this whole thing into perspective, the first time I actually met him was in the lobby of the hotel at Crazy Winter Nights. Their whole group was kind of coming in. He was carrying all their luggage and stuff on one of the racks and we stop and we hug and he gives me this look and looks directly into my eyes. And when he did that, I was like, oh, fuck, there, there's something here. All right. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and you and you didn't say anything to me at all. Like this, this conversation never took place because with between us because I wasn't there when you first met them at that moment. Right. I was dealing with our own shit. And so you and I did not have a conversation about anything other than, oh, I just got to meet our friends. I had no recollection of ever hearing from you that you were physically attracted to him. Well, no, I mean, I didn't. It, it, and honestly, there was no expectation of anything happening. Right. Even when I was like, you know, super attracted to him, I figured there was going to be so much going on that weekend. And also, we've talked about this many times. 
it almost never happens that I just meet someone and I fuck them that night. Right. It is so much more likely that I meet someone, we connect, we stay in contact, and then the next time we hang out, if there's still interest, that's when play happens. Right. That's kind of the norm for me. So I I had no idea this whole thing was going to go down the way it went down. Well, we never have expectations when we go to events or anything because – you know, we just don't. We we go, we hope to have fun, and if something happens, it happens. Great. If not, we also have fun, so who cares? So, yeah, I wasn't – my that wasn't even on my radar, to be honest with you. I certainly didn't believe I was going to be dancing and making out with a woman I had just met on the <laughs> dance floor. But it was not on my radar that we would really be playing at all. Now, I did know that there was pot- the potential for you to meet a, another guy – that you were corresponding with digitally and that he potentially was going to be there. And, of course, you subsequently did uh, play with him. But, again, I wasn't thinking about it, especially when we initially got there. I was really just – I wanted to, like, explore the city and have some fun and meet some people. And, and I was focused on my, my questions and answers thing. I wasn't concentrating on on playing, honestly. So it wasn't even on in the fr- forefront of my mind. Well, I was concentrated on cock, clearly. Well, so you always are. what happened was that night there was a dance party. And we went to it and we had a table and it was basically us and our friends. There were L and C that were in town, our friends that we've gotten to meet a couple of times now. And then this other kind of group, this gentleman that I'm going to talk about is is kind of part of a a group, a poly group, if you will. And he and his wife are polyamorous. So they had other partners there. And they're also very well known in this group of people. Yes, There were multiple people coming up to them and hugging and kind of kissing on them. And so in my mind I was like well he's gonna have a lot of attention on him sure so I didn't know how that was gonna work out I honestly even then I didn't think anything was gonna come of it so we're sitting at that table and he and I talked for a moment and again just this kind of instant magnetism he's talking to me he's making direct eye contact with me with these beautiful eyes I think that's what sucked me in because it was confident he was just very sure of himself he carried himself with like this quiet confidence he's not an arrogant man he's not the type that's going to like you know need to be the center of attention that's not what this is it's just this very quiet confidence and that is so fucking sexy to me yeah even when I talked to him he was very easy to talk to very uh, conversant and you know we we chatted for a bit uh prior of course to you guys playing and subsequently after but i found him very easy to talk to entertaining interesting friendly just a friendly guy with uh as you mentioned kind of this quiet confidence and the other thing kind of pro tip for people that i thought was so fucking just enticing and really got my mind into like, oh man, I want to fuck this guy. He would find very friendly and innocuous ways to make contact. So for example, if he's walking by me, he'd put his hand kind of on my shoulder, but he'd let it linger there for a second. And it was like, oh, I like this. (laughs) This is hot. Yeah. Well, yeah. You mean you talk about a pro tip, right? It's identifying opportunities. You don't want to be offensive or invasive, but if there's an opportunity for you to, on some level, come in contact with someone, you know, verbally, or as you mentioned, like this innocuous kind of touch, I, you know, that's something you really need to be able to identify, particularly if you're, let's say, a single guy in the space, you really have to identify opportunities. But you have to read the cues, too. Got to read the room. I think he could tell that I was interested, which is why he was doing that. Sure. So that was a big deal for me. The other thing is... Obviously, I wanted to talk to his wife. I wanted to make sure she was okay with it. I kind of had an idea of their level of play or their style of play because obviously we've been talking to them for years. But I didn't want to make any assumptions either. So I went up to her at one point and I was like, hey, I think your husband's really, really handsome. I have no idea what your guys' rules or boundaries are for the weekend or anything like that. But are you okay with me approaching him? And she was like, absolutely. So green light. I'm good to go. I went up to him at one point and I was like, I, I think you're really attractive. And he's like, oh, I think you're really attractive. And I was like, I'm just going to throw this out there. I think I literally even said, I never do this kind of shit just so we're on the same page. And you can totally shoot me down and there will be zero hard feelings. But if there is an opportunity for play throughout the weekend, I would be very interested. And well, he was like, 
Yeah, bold from you. I never do that shit. I was so impressed with myself. Yeah. And I just felt, oh, I did. I felt confident. I felt like a strong fucking bitch. And uh, <laughs> so he um, he's like, well, we could play right now if you wanted. And I was like, really? And he was like, yeah. So I was like, perfect. Let's go do it. So again, very little conversation. I mean, he and I had definitely exchanged some words, but it was not as if I sat there and, you know, knew his entire life story and his fucking social security number. Yeah, and didn't linger. No, it was like, it all happened very quickly. It built on itself very, very quickly. Yeah, and you you weren't even next to me or sitting at the table with me at the time that this happened. You came over to me and you were like, hey, I'm I'm stepping away. I'll be back kind of thing. And so I didn't, I didn't see any of this unfold. I was talking to our friends and sitting at another table. I had no idea with whom you were going to play. I just knew that you were going to play. Yeah. So it happened very quickly. <laughs> I, again, I had no idea who you left with. I, I didn't know until you came back. So the plan originally was for me to go up to his room. I was going to go to our room really quick and shower and change into a piece of lingerie and then head up to his room. And so we kind of separated ways in the elevator. I went to my room. I got into the shower really quick. I lotioned my body up really quick and I put on a piece of lingerie. And then I get a knock at the door and it's him. And he's like, hey, I I think he said like his room key wasn't working or something. He's like, do you want to just play in here instead? And I was like, absolutely. So I'd also set up our light system in our room we have like a constellation light yeah. thing and it's it's sexy because you can turn off all the other lights and that's really the only light source but it creates these like beautiful silhouettes and all of the like stars on the ceiling it's just sexy so i put that on i think i had some music going i slipped into my piece of lingerie that i was wearing for the evening and it was my little purple lavender slip thing that has lace all over it like lace trim it's just it's very dainty and feminine and i don't know it's it's cute i feel very cute in it so so anyway i come out and he's standing there and he's like oh wow you look beautiful and again he has this just charming smile and he's locked eyes with me so fucking sexy because i do feel like a lot of guys in that situation you know you start to get nervous and you start to kind of i'm basically a stranger to him yeah only communicated digitally and even that we've never talked just he and i it's always been in a group setting so i'm basically a stranger to him so for him to still have this confident demeanor looking me straight in the eyes that was fucking hot we we talk about this a lot i i talk about it a lot right it's it's all about how you carry yourself particularly guys in this space you've got to you have to have a some kind of internal confidence to really stand out. I mean, you really do. There, you, you, there, you need to bring something to the table. Being like everybody else is simply not going to get it done. Well, he wasn't. He was very confident and it turned me on. So we almost immediately started making out. We're standing by the edge of the bed and we're just kissing. He's an amazing kisser. He has really, really nice lips for a man. They're soft and it just sensual kissing. I'm kind of rubbing my hands on his arms. He's rubbing his hands all over my shoulders. I mean, the heat picked up very quickly. And again, I was not 100% sure how that was all going to go down because I don't really know this man that well. Well, yeah, there wasn't a a lot that you knew. Uh, well, I guess, of course, he had some idea of what you were like simply because he listens to the show. I don't even know if he does. I know his wife does. Right. But you have no idea what's, you know, what his predilections are or anything. It's just been digital communication through a, a group chat for years. So we're kind of learning on the job. That's yeah. what's going on yeah, here. And that's oh, yeah. that's not really my preference, but it worked very well in this particular situation. I think mostly because of that chemistry. Well, also, do you not think that there was this kind of there was a level of familiarity, even you know, albeit digital. It, it wasn't like you were meeting a total and complete stranger. Like you didn't approach somebody that you have no history with. I mean, I think that was part of it, but I think honestly, it was much more that I had had so much conversation with his wife. Right. And I knew from her telling me how they played, I knew that they played solo very often. I knew they were very comfortable in that world. I could tell that he was attracted to me just by the way he was looking at me. So even that kind of puts me at ease. It, everything was just working as exactly as it needed to. Yeah, it makes sense. And so anyway, we're making out with each other and he starts to take off some clothes. I get on the bed on my stomach and we're just kind of like making flirty glances at each other and flirty comments. I'm telling him how sexy he looks. He's doing the same to me. And then he pulls out his cock. It's nice. It's already pretty hard, which I'm super turned on by. I love when a man can get hard just from making out with me. Oh, I totally do. (laughs) It's so hot. Yeah, but not everyone does. Some guys need that like actual stimulation on their cock to start to get hard. 
But the fact that he was as into just the kissing that it made him rock hard, I was like, that's fucking hot. That's why I say it. For me, the kissing is very important. I don't know how people don't... It's difficult for me to wrap my head around because that's what gets my motor running. Yeah, me too. So he pulls out his cock. I ask if I can suck it. He's like, absolutely. (laughs) Gotta ask consent, even though we're getting naked with each other. So so I inch myself to the edge of the bed and I sink my mouth down on his cock. And I, I gotta say... His cock has a curve to it, and I think that's a new fetish for me. Because if you guys remember the guy at the club that had the really curved cock, I mean, when I fuck him in certain positions, it is fucking otherworldly. And so (laughs) I see the curve in this guy's cock, and I'm like, yes, I love it. So now you're going to start measuring curves? Is that the next next thing? (laughs) No, I'm just saying. How many degrees of curve? If you have a curved cock, I'm probably going to want to fuck you even more. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, why not? Shit. But it does make it a little difficult to suck. I got to say that. (laughs) You got to kind of position your mouth correctly. I mean, his was was not super curved by any means and it was also a lovely size i mean it it was not fucking gargantuan but it certainly wasn't small it was well above average and it was just a pretty cock you okay, know? <laughs> I'll take pretty cock all day long. It was a pretty cock. I really enjoyed looking at it. I enjoyed equally as much sucking it. So I start sucking this cock and he immediately, like there was one moment I looked up at him. We're making eye contact with each other. And then he just lets his head roll back and he lets out this moan. And it was so fucking sexy. And then right back to the eye contact. And it was just confident and it felt like he was super into it and I'm motivated by that. So I'm really going to town on his cock. I start kind of gagging on it. I deep throated it a couple times. There was one moment he kind of put his hand on the back of my neck while I was sucking his cock and he wasn't like pushing my head down, more so just kind of holding his hand there. Another very kind of confident, you know, sexually uh, advanced move, I would say. I'm all about moving the hair out of the way. For me, it's like, let me, I want to help you help me. So we're gonna help each other. I'm gonna help. I'm gonna get your your mouth is on my cock. The least I could do is hold your hair. Well, that's part of it, but it's also like you shouldn't just be a spectator in the cock sucking. No, absolutely. Don't not. be a pillow princess while I'm sucking your cock. Give me something. Right. So placing that hand very kind of confidently, not aggressively, but confidently on the back of my neck while I'm sucking his cock. Once again, it just makes me even more motivated because I feel like we're bouncing off each other's energy. We're both enjoying it. Yeah, and you're some, he's somehow involved. Other than just receiving the pleasure, he's also involved in the process. Exactly. So that went on for quite a while. And then he was like, I really want to lick your pussy. And I was like, perfect. So I lay back and he goes down on me. And basically my ed- my ass is at the edge of the bed and he's on his knees on the floor licking my pussy. Always, always. a, a That's for me is like, like the, that's the perfect position for me. Always. Really? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. you're not having to bend down so far or what? You could just get great direction, angle. You can really hold on. and you know, for, Especially for you. you like when really I'm, hold on. When I'm going down on you, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you wriggle around a lot. So being able to like hold your legs in place and, you know, that's like a big deal. So, yeah, it's a perfect position. So he starts licking my pussy. He's fabulous at it. He's really paying attention to my clit. And I pull my tits out of my lingerie and I kind of start massaging them and playing with them. I prop myself up at one point, And this is so fucking hot. I prop myself up to look at him while he's eating me out. And his eyes are closed. And he has this look on his face of just enjoyment. Like he was getting lost in my pussy. Yeah. And I fucking loved that. And I reached down. I kind of started playing with his hair and, you know, massaging his head a little bit while he's licking me. And again, there's just all of this chemistry, all of this sexual energy bouncing back and forth that you don't necessarily know that you're going to have with someone that you barely know. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tough. It's it's really tough to predict that. Certainly. It's kind of a roll of the dice. Yeah. Honestly, it is. And so the fact that it was all just working and firing like exactly as it needed to, oh, I fucking loved it. So then, of course, I'm like, I need you to fuck me. And he's like, okay. (laughs) He goes and gets a condom. He puts it on. He gets on top of me first and he enters me. And I knew that fucking curve was going to be delightful. I fucking knew it. And it was. You were certainly (laughs) hoping for it. So he stretches me as he's entering me and he starts pumping and we just start 
I'm not even sure dirty talk is the right way to put this. It was very kind of sensual. Yeah. He's saying things like, God, you are just so beautiful. You're so sexy. I'm telling him how sexy he is. I'm like, oh my goodness, this feels amazing. I love how you're doing that. It wasn't my usual raunchy like, yeah, fuck me deeper. At least not yet. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, yeah, still early. <laughs> it was a lot of very kind of sensual conversation. This is a man you can tell who really enjoys just the eroticism of it. He doesn't need to put on a show. I mean, this wasn't like a, you know, he's not pounding me over and over again. It was much more sensual and kind of slow and methodical. And I kind of liked that. Well, but again, I go back to there's something to be said for experience. This is not a 30 something year old guy. He's a drop older. He's definitely closer to my age, I believe. So this is a guy who understands the, the importance, the benefits of taking your time, Knowing the room, read the room. If it's working, then you stick with it. No reason to, you know, pull out some weird shit out of a bag of tricks. He, he understood what works for him and that has worked in the past, most likely, and was able to read your body language. So, yeah, I mean, there's something to be said for that sexual IQ. I think that you get over time and that comes with experience. So I, honestly, I lose a part of this session because I know that we were in multiple positions. I know that he was fucking me on top. And then I know there was one moment when he was like, I really want to see your ass. So I got up on the bed on all fours. I angled my ass up. Once again, that lovely curved cock feels so good in that position. It's like hitting. Everyone thinks you only have like the G spot. You no. have like 12 spots. Yeah, there are multiple erogenous zones. Absolutely. And a curved cock hits certain ones that a completely straight cock just isn't going to hit, which is why it's kind of fun. Again, that variety. That's why I'm in the lifestyle because yeah. I get to experience all sorts of different things. Giant cocks versus curved cocks versus, you know, more average size cocks, but they really know how to fucking use them. I mean, there's a lot of beauty in cocks and their their differences. Yeah, there's like everything else is variety. Not There is no one size fits all. <laughs> Certainly not for you. Not for me. <laughs> So he's fucking me from behind. And this is definitely where things kind of picked up in terms of intensity. And I do think there's something to be said for you're not looking into each other's eyes during that moment. Oh, you feel sure. like you can be a little raunchier. It's like being online. We're not looking at each other. <laughs> you can get away with a little bit more because you're not as in your head because they're not right there looking at you. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's an intense, intimate, very personal situation when you're face to face with someone that you're having sex with versus like you said, from behind, you're not looking at each other. It's almost like you feel like you could be exponentially more raunchy in that moment. And, yeah. and no one's judging anybody. Exactly, exactly. And that's what happened. I mean, he's fucking me and I'm like, yes, that feels so good. Oh, that cock is so nice. And he's telling me how good my pussy feels. And there was one moment where I came when he was fucking me and I could feel like the juices going down the inside of my legs, which is always a good fucking sign. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a home run. I I'm mean, not saying know. like squirting it wasn't a full out squirt, but it was definitely like, you know, things flowing all over the place. And I was gushing wet. I mean, there was a moment where he was pounding me from behind and it was making that like sloshy wet noise <laughs> that I love so much. That's that is uh, that, that's how, you know, you're doing a job. The job is going well. Yeah. Right? Everything's happening. It, it's full on 100 percent. All the you know, you're you've hit, you're hitting all five gears. I mean, things are going really fucking well. Yeah, right? for that, sure. Yeah, that's that's a, and it's also. I don't, for me, I'm not going to speak for all guys. For me, that's like, I mean, it's just validation that what you're doing is being, is being received well and, and appreciated and enjoyed. That's yeah. huge. Absolutely. I Big like confidence it. booster. So what I will say is we fucked, I mean, we, we were up there for probably about 30 to 40 minutes. This was not a long session, but because we got like straight into it, we probably fucked straight for a good 25 minutes. Well, and that's just it. I had no idea how long you were gone. Yeah. Like I, I honestly didn't know. I also wasn't 100% sure that you were going to play. I told you I was. Well, I, I thought, well, yeah, but it was loud. I, when I asked you where you were going, you said something, but I didn't quite catch it. I, I said, I have a meeting. And you're like, what? And I uh, said, yeah, a I, dick right. meeting or something yeah, like I was that. Like, oh, meeting. Got it. <laughs> and it never even occurred to me to like ask with whom you had this meeting. I have a dick meeting, You just man. went and did your thing. <laughs> so yeah, I had no idea how much time went by. I was, you know, hanging out with friends and, you know, we were just doing our thing. Well, so he didn't finish with me, which is totally fine, because I assumed that he probably wanted to play with others throughout the night, right. which is also something that's a little bit different at an event versus when you have one-on-one -on -one private time with someone. I mean, when I'm with someone by myself and I know that I'm probably the only one they're playing with that night, I feel a certain level of requirement or 
uh, responsibility to help them get to an orgasm sure. that I don't necessarily feel when it's like, oh, he may play with two or three or five other people tonight. Well, see, but once again, I'm going to go back to the idea of advanced intellect in this in the space, maybe because it's an age thing, certainly, but also knowing yourself, knowing your body, understanding that, you know, this may not be the only time you're playing. You know, I go back to some of these, this fucking content creator weekend you had not too long ago that we had this bullshit where these guys couldn't, you know, they couldn't continue to perform because they, you know, they just went too hard. They had five shoots in yeah, one day. They schedule all these shoots and, and you're good for three, not seven, <laughs> right. right? I mean, that's, just, that's exactly what happened. So you're starting to stack the deck a little bit too high. I mean, this is a, this really indicates for me a level of, of sexual IQ. He's at an event. He's with his partner, his primary partner, and a poly partner, potentially. you got two days of this event. Who knows how many opportunities there'll be to play. Um, he's literally not going to go all in on, on every encounter. And why should you have to? You don't have to. Well, and the thing that I really loved about that is, I mean, when he's fucking me from behind, I came probably three times. The last time that I came, my legs were shaking like a fucking tree. And I could not get them to stop shaking. They were just uncontrollably in motion. Right. And I felt off kilter. So there was one point that I kind of put my elbows down on the bed to try to like steady myself. It just wasn't fucking happening. It, everything had happened so quickly. I was so worked up. I was so into the whole thing. I was so turned on by him and his confidence that like, it, I wasn't able to last all that long. And it was really nice to just be able to be like, okay, that was really nice. We laid in bed together for a little bit. We kind of touched each other a little bit. And then we went our separate ways. But what I also loved is we were wrapping up the session. He was getting dressed. And he he expressed to me immediately in that moment how much fun he had, how turned on he was by the whole thing. That verbal validation for me is fucking everything. And not all that many guys do it. No. I don't know if it's because they don't feel like they need to do it or if it's because they're not confident in themselves enough to express that verbally to you while you're standing right there. A lot of guys will do it like later via text, right. but they don't have the balls to do it while they're looking you straight in the fucking eye in your hotel room after they just fucked you. Yeah, it's a confidence thing. It's a self-assurance thing. If you don't have that quality, it's going to be difficult to, to articulate yourself in those moments. It's vulnerable, no question about it, but that's just something you got to do as a, as a, as a guy in this space, whether you're partnered or single, you really need to show your appreciation for the amount of time someone has provided you, especially if that person is partnered and they're with a partner. Like, like well, you know, I don't think it matters if you're partnered or not. You should just be nice to people. Absolutely. But again, we say it a lot. I say it a lot. Single guys, particularly guys in general, you really need to think about the other person's partner as well and the time that, that's, that you're taking away from them, right? That's a big deal for me. Yeah, so I loved that. I mean, I immediately was like, oh, I had a great time too. He did ask if I wanted to play again throughout the weekend. And my intention was to have that happen. Things went completely off the fucking rails. Right. Because come Saturday night, he was kind of talking to someone else that night. And I also had my eye on this other guy. And I liked that everyone was just kind of okay with that. We were all mature enough to be like, okay, we had a great time Friday night. Right. If I ever see him again in another you know, environment, I will happily have that cock anywhere near me anytime again that he like would like to. But there was not that expectation of it. I, I feel like we both had a really strong chemistry that we acted on and we just enjoyed it and we didn't fucking overthink it and we just allowed it to be exactly what it was. Well, there's a, and there's listen, there's a lot of good points that you guys can can take from this. I like the idea that he didn't necessarily finish with you. Also, I think it's important to note that this was early in the evening. Yeah. You know, so it Oh, this was yeah, this was not even maybe 10. Yeah, so it's not like it was the shank of the night where everything's wrapping up. This was relatively early. You probably got back by 10 o'clock. Well, and that's another really good point. So there was a moment where we came back. He came back a little while after I did. We're both kind of standing there. I went and thanked his wife for allowing me time he with her husband. Me the, as well. And then a little bit later on, he came up to me and he just kind of grabbed me around the waist. I think he kissed me on the cheek and he was like, I'm still buzzing from that experience. And I was like, I fucking love that. Yeah, that's listen, paying compliments, right? Com being complimentary and, and polite. And yeah, thoughtful. but I could tell he fucking meant it too. Of course. Well, I don't think for a second that he didn't, but it's, I'm sure a lot of guys maybe do, but they don't articulate it. They certainly don't mention it. You know, they don't verbalize it. Like you said, maybe you get a text the next day or something or later that night, but walking up to someone and again, face to face, looking them in the eye, that, that's very different. It, it definitely means more, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. And I, again, I mean, this guy was just, everything worked. 
This is a confident man. This is a very respectful man. This is a man with high sexual IQ. I mean, our sex was great. He knows exactly how to fucking work his tongue and his cock and everything. And it was just a wonderful experience. I'm really, really glad that I got to have it. I also think he's just a really fucking nice guy. And his wife is just fucking awesome. And their partners are also awesome. Yeah, they were a great group. And he came up to me, sat down next to me. I was sitting with our friends. He he came by and, and, and pulled up a chair next to me. And thanked me for the amount of time that he, that you got to he got to spend with you. Thanked me for allowing that to happen, as if you know. I, I mean, obviously, he was being very polite, but you know, we don't allow each other to do anything. But I really appreciate that, obviously, and I fully expected that he would do that. This is a, a gentleman. This is a guy who gets it. Obviously, he's a, also a partnered person. I'm sure he would expect the same. So, yeah, I mean, great experience overall. And while you were playing with him, I think it was it was really the first time that the gal that I got to dance with and make out with the following evening actually approached me. She came and said hello to me, and, and we talked for a couple of minutes. I got to meet her husband. And this is one of those situations that you and I talk about a lot. There was a really nice synergistic thing going on at this event. You had time away. I had time. I didn't play, but we were separated for a period of time. That's the kind of thing we need to be working toward more often. Yeah, we were both comfortable doing it. We both yeah. felt totally okay with what the other person was doing. I was never concerned about, oh, what's Brian down there doing right now or anything like that. We just allowed ourselves to enjoy organically the situation in very different ways. And I'm really fucking proud of us for that because we would not have done that years prior. No, it would have been... Well, here's the other thing. I, I was not concerned... Again, I just said it. I don't remember at a point where I thought, well, wow, she's been gone a long time. That never occurred to me. I honestly don't know how long you were gone. So I wasn't focused on that. I knew that you were in the building. I knew you were safe. And obviously I was there. Our friends were there. So I, I didn't have that that concern that I might normally have in, di in a different situation. And it allowed me to just relax and engage and talk to people and, and connect with people as opposed to pacing and trying to figure out if everything's okay. Do I need to text you or whatever, you know, we, we really are evolving from that particular uh, piece of the lifestyle for us. And, and being able to separate in those environments is important. We don't do that enough. So huge shout out to this guy. I hope you're listening. Huge shout out to your amazing partner. And thank you very much for your time. And if you guys want to hear more about Crazy Winter Nights from our perspective, we did a video bonus episode exclusively for our Patreon members that is now up and available and you can listen to it. And we're going to be doing video uh, bonus episodes going forward too. So if you want to see us, I don't know why the fuck you would, yeah. but uh, you can by joining our Patreon. Plus we offer a lot of other bonuses there. So head on over to patreon.com slash swingers. For my OnlyFans, I have a very hot threesome coming very up. Very spicy. With two very hot men. So you're not going to want to miss that. Plus, uh, the story from last week that we talked about is up and available on OnlyFans. And a lot of other fun that I had during AVN week is also going to be shared very soon. That's OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. Or you can find Brian and his beautiful cock at OnlyFans.com slash buy hyphen zaddy. Make sure you are following us on YouTube. We're on there at Front Porch Swingers as well because... Because parts of this podcast are going to be available via video on YouTube. And we have some other fun videos coming that we plan to upload very soon. So make sure you subscribe there. I'll also let you guys know we have some bonus episodes planned that you yes. probably will not know about unless you are subscribed to the podcast. So whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever, make sure that you're actually subscribed to us so that you get notifications of those bonus episodes when they come out. And of course, we'd love for you to leave a review if you would be so inclined to do so and if you want to check out our upcoming events make sure you hit us up at members.frontporchswingers.com am i missing anything there's a few uh, events that are coming up that are not posted yet but they will be soon we have a denver hot wives of denver event coming up in june potentially something in denver maybe in august we got a lot of stuff happening so yeah keep checking out the site and if as you said if you subscribe you'll get it all first yes thank you guys so much for listening thanks everybody <laughs>